This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us here on this first alert weather day. Dylan and Mark is in the Agent and Digital Center today, and we are keeping a very close eye on conditions all across the state. Here is a live look outside over Honolulu from one of our cameras. As you can see, it's kind of bouncing around out there. There's a lot going on, Mark. That's right, and a front is on its way. Brutal weather across the state. Now, as you mentioned, Dylan, our team has declared today a first alert weather day. The story with this alert, high and powerful winds. For more on the forecast, let's turn to Billy V. Thank you very much. It is a first alert weather day. That's because we've been telling you about the frontal systems or the cold fronts are going to come through. This is the second of two. And of course, this one is probably the more powerful one. Let's go ahead and give you the headlines real quickly on uh, what you can expect. Once again, the cold front is bringing rain to Maui County and Hawaii Island here in the midday. Strong Kona winds statewide, sustained winds to 35 miles per hour with higher gusts. We'll go more into that in the winds because up on the higher summits and slow Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa, and Haleakala, 90 miles per hour plus, and warning level surf. We'll jump into the numbers coming up in just a couple of moments. Here's the overall county-by-county county forecast for you, what you can expect today. Diminishing clouds and showers for Kauai and Oahu. You will see conditions improve, although we've got a little bit of everything, so that's why you see the clouds, the rain, and the sunshine there. Maui County is going to have pretty much cloudy skies. They will see some sunshine here and there. Hawaii Island is just starting to get that here in the midday and they'll continue to have that as we go to the afternoon and evening into tomorrow. Here's your forecast. Here's where we are at, uh, coming up at noon, 1 o'clock. You see that Maui County uh, has that rain and Hawaii Island starts to get it as we get towards uh, Thursday midnight. As we move forward in the time period, Thursday afternoon you can see we got some rain near Hilo but for the most part it's clear skies statewide as we get a more stable weather pattern. Come Coming up next week, Monday after the weekend, we get some clouds and some showers all the way around, but it's not going to stay too long. You see those winds do come out of the south, though, and we've got another band of rain showers that is going to come through. Seven-day forecast for you today. Strong front moving through. Tomorrow, moderate winds by Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You see that that's all light winds. Cooler temperatures, 77, your daytime high during the day. So, yeah, bring out the jacket if it feels like it or the extra blankets overnight. And then uh, that'll be for calmer, cooler, drier conditions as we enjoy the weekend. That's what we got to look forward to. Bill, Billy, thank you so much for that in-depth forecast. I got a couple questions for you. So obviously this front is not that much of a rainmaker. The biggest concerns are the winds. What are some areas or parts of the state that are of most concern and what kind of type uh what 
gusts are we seeing as of right now? Okay, so let's start off with the summit areas. Haleakala, Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa. Mauna Kea had 133 mile per hour winds this morning during sunrise. So that gives you kind of an indication. It's those higher slopes and the windward sides of all the islands that we're most worried about. One, the ground is already saturated. So that means that uh, trees may fall over that don't have good root systems. Uh, they may knock into power lines, power outages, or close some of the streets that we had earlier this morning. So mostly on the windward side because the winds are coming from the leeward side over the mountaintops, and as it makes its way down, uh, it starts to pick up speed. So that's why the windward sides are seeing maybe 35 mile per hour sustained winds, but those gusts are 45 to 50 miles per hour. Yeah, last question for you I was going to uh, mention was the colder temperatures. Uh, it's going to be pretty cold, at least by my standards, Hawaii <laughs> standards. Uh, talk a little bit more one more time about how cold we can expect it to be. Sure, overnight low is going to be about mid-60s to maybe even some lower 60s. But during the day, look at that, your daytime high is going to be only 77 degrees. Uh, and that's probably in the sun. It's probably going to feel a little bit cooler than that in the shade. Well, our Billy V with your first alert weather forecast. Thank you so much for joining us here on This Is Now. As Billy was discussing, there are so many different elements to keep an eye on, right? Power outages, road closures. we got a couple of closures to keep uh, you informed with right now. Kaokonohua Road in central Oahu, uh, part of it is closed due to a downed tree. In Kaneohe, nearly 2,500 customers without power. Hiko crews are on scene. We're kind of just running through what is happening statewide right now. On Maui, Kaupakalua Road between Pu'uo Malay Road and Kokomo Road is shut down uh, because of the high and powerful winds, down power lines in a lot of these areas. And right now, a live look at Kauai. Yeah, Mark, this is actually a look at Kauai's south side, Po'ipu. Just minutes ago, before the show started, you couldn't even see any blue whatsoever. But now you can see the skies are kind of clearing. And as you heard Billy say, this is more of a wind event rather than a rain event. So conditions are really changing by the minute. I also want to show you guys this photo here. This was sent in by one of our viewers, Lani Kubo. This is a photo from this morning of downed power lines at Nu'uanu and Kuakini area. As you could see, police and crews over there were on scene. And Mark, we're also noting some incredible gusts across the islands, right? Yeah, really the numbers are just remarkable. Around 8.30 this morning, reported gusts of 120 miles an hour, 120 miles an hour atop of Mauna Kea, 51 miles an hour in Kaneohe, 40 in Lihue, and 36 in upcountry Maui. So this is, uh, wind is the story of this first alert weather day. Uh, stay safe, everyone, and, you know, just keep an eye out on what is happening with the conditions, what is happening with the poles and the lines in your area. Yeah, we also, some strange cloud formations. We got this video from my brother Kuehu Malga over in Hilo. This was earlier this morning, but people have been sending in these images of just astounding cloud formations over on Hawaii Island. They kind of look like UFOs. I believe this is lenticular clouds, but don't quote me on that. Uh, I'm not the meteorologist here, but nonetheless, we have been getting a lot of fascinating just weather phenomenon happening throughout the islands. Of course, snow atop Mauna Kea, mm -hmm. heavy rains, heavy winds. So Mother Nature really is giving us a show.
Yeah, that's right. And I think Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins said that those clouds are a product of the strong winds, but uh, she could break it down of how those all get formed. And, uh, you know, as we're showing you these images from across the state, we want to tell you, be sure to scan the QR code on your screen to keep track of the forecast. Also, send us your pictures and video if you come across any, just some incredible stuff, weather-related incidents around the state. Now to the latest on last night's shooting in Eva Beach that sent three men to the hospital. Police say one of the victims was in critical condition. The shooting happened around 8.30 last night at an apartment on North Road. That's near Eva Beach Community Park. Police say they have a suspect in custody, 38-year-old Maynard Milan. The victims are 22, 29, and 48 years old. It's unclear which one of them suffered the most severe injuries. We spoke with nearby residents. When you did hear the gunshots, what did you do? I locked all the doors, made sure everything was locked. I turned off all the lights, I ran upstairs, and I made sure my siblings were okay. I talked to them. Pretty crazy, like, I would never expect this to happen on a t regular Tuesday night. It's really scary. The motive is under investigation, but HPD tells us the suspect knows the victims. More details as they become available on hawaiinewsnow.com. A Moloka'i man who pleaded guilty to shooting and killing his girlfriend has been sentenced to 40 years in prison. Marlene Lavoie learned his fate yesterday, nearly a decade since the March 2013 shooting of then 24-year-old Malia Kahalevai in Kaunakakai. Last month, Lavoie pleaded guilty to manslaughter and gun charges and sentenced to two consecutive 20-year terms. The Maui News reports yesterday's sentences come after years of appeals. In 2015, Lavoie had been sentenced to life in prison after he was convicted on a second-degree murder charge. That verdict was appealed and eventually vacated in 2019, which led to retrials last year. On Hawaii Island, police are asking for your help in finding this man. His name is Ronald Kahihikolo. He's 44 years old, and police say he's suspected of shooting a woman during a domestic dispute yesterday morning in Ocean View. She is hospitalized in stable condition. Kahihi Kolo is 5'7 and about 215 pounds. He has a distinctive tattoo on his cheek of the word greed. Police say if you see him, don't approach him. Instead, give them a call. Now to an update on the future of Aloha Stadium. Governor Josh Green has decided that the new stadium should be privatized in hopes that a private management company affiliated with the developer can increase revenue and reduce costs. The idea is to start off with a modest 25,000-seat stadium with some bleacher seating and no roof. Then a management company would run the stadium and eventually add amenities and covered seating. The overall timeline for the grand makeover still isn't clear. Protests and rallies are taking place around the world today on what is International Women's Day. Activists are calling for more equality and better pay. Ian Lee reports from London. A rally cry for equal rights rages in the Philippines. It's a time of crisis for protesters, with unemployment and violence against women on the rise. Calling for uh, higher wages, calling for decent work, calling for free and accessible public support services. The fight for gender equality echoing around the world on International Women's Day. In Sri Lanka, women demand more help from rising inflation. While in France, many want the government to keep their hands off their retirement. And when it comes to governing, the president of Europe's central bank says women have an advantage. Forgive me. Fewer testosterones, smaller ego. That helps. 
Many global protests also called for solidarity with women in Iran and Afghanistan, where freedoms took a blow last year. A brave few took to the streets of Kabul as the Taliban continues to strip millions of women of their rights, like access to education and health care. In Afghanistan, women and girls have been erased from public life. The UN calls Afghanistan the most repressive country in the world for women, possibly amounting to crimes against humanity. Hafiza never wanted to work behind a sewing machine in a factory. She was studying law. <laughs> Fighting back tears, she says, we all live like prisoners. We feel like we're caught in a cage. Now she's hoping, like so many women around the world, that one day she can break free. Ian Lee, CBS News, London. In Iowa, state lawmakers are discussing two anti-LGBTQ bills. The first bill bans gender-related care for minors. It prohibits gender transition procedures, including puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and other related surgeries for residents under the age of 18. Republicans say they are protecting kids with the bill, but Democrats say the measure could be dangerous. The second bill requires transgender people to only use locker rooms or restrooms that correspond with the sex on their birth certificate. The bill encourages people to submit a complaint if they think someone is using the wrong bathroom at a school. The bills passed the state Senate and are now being discussed in the House. On Capitol Hill, a number of high-stakes issues being discussed. Here to help us sift through it all is Hawaii News Now Washington correspondent Brendan Cullerton. Brendan, thank you very much for joining us. We always appreciate your insight. Now, we'll start with the economy. Uh, President Biden will be releasing his budget tomorrow. Uh, what do we know about his plan and how are Republicans already responding? Well, Mark, yeah, the formal announcement tomorrow, but we do have some details, some big figures trickling out today. Two things we're seeing. One is that the president says in the White House is saying that this plan will decrease the deficit by $3 trillion. Now, if you're wondering how they're going to do that, the reports are that this plan also in includes a $2 trillion tax increase. Now, this is not going after everyone's taxes. The president said during the State of the Union, he only plans to tax those making more than $400,000 a year and corporations and corporate buybacks. He says through those three things, primarily, he can achieve these results. Republicans calling this a massive tax hike. Uh, Mitch McConnell saying, thank you if you don't want your taxes increased. Thank the House Republicans because they're going to stop this. So it does appear very unlikely that the president's plan will pass. Um, we'll have to see what Republicans want and eventually uh, any negotiation between the president and Republicans. Yeah, this has also been a big topic as well. We're also learning more about the Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico last week that led to the death of uh, two in that group killed. Uh, what is the latest and what are we learning about the victims? Uh, well, we now know that two of the victims are uh, back in the U.S. They are okay right now. They're being treated, unfortunately, two casualties. Uh, as for what lawmakers are saying here on the Hill, Senator Lindsey Graham has uh, proposed this idea that we define some of these Mexican cartels as terrorist units. Uh, he's basically saying that we take the military over there and go deal with them directly. Now, that does cause some issues as far as, you know, bringing the U.S. military onto foreign soil. I've talked to some senators about this. This is a new idea. It does have some support. By no means does it have broad support, even amongst Republicans. Uh, this is a new theory. We'll have to see in the coming days if it gains more traction. But everyone involved, uh, including the people I've spoken to, say we need to do something about the cartels. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security is going to be sending people down to try to address this issue in the near future. Uh, so we don't have a, a concrete plan from 
the U.S. government. Uh, we have some theories, and everyone's saying we need to do something. The Department of Justice announced it will be investigating the Memphis Police Department following the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Uh, what is the latest in that regard? Uh, well, the Department of Justice, in addition to looking into Memphis' use of force, um, which they're wondering if it might be excessive in, in more than just this case, in, in multiple cases, they're going to take a broad view over how the department has acted over the last several years. They're also going to look into how these specialized task forces operate. This was the task force that fatally beat Tyree Nichols to death, uh, and they have these kinds of task forces in police departments across the country. They deal with uh, very high crime areas. They have specific goals and um, the worry is that they can lead to more incidents like what happened with that beating of Tyree Nichols. So the Department of Justice is going to create guidelines for these similar departments throughout the country and, and try to tell them here's how you should operate these units uh, as well as general guidelines for use of force. So many significant and complex issues and so much to analyze. Finally, let's, let's end with this, Brendan. Uh, the House Committee is investigating COVID's origins, held its first hearing today. What were the highlights from their initial hearing? Well, they started with their mission statement, and, and basically they say the purpose of this committee is to learn what happened with COVID so it doesn't happen again. So if the U.S. is confronted with some other major uh, viral pandemic type incident, we know how to handle it better than we did with COVID-19, starting with where it came from. Um, and this is run by Republicans. Uh, it's pushing the uh, criticized theory, but now with backing from intelligence that this started uh, in a lab in Wuhan, China, uh, they brought the former director for the centers of disease control in today who uh, believes that theory uh, the u.s government saying it's one of a few theories they have with the department of energy saying it's it's their best bet but it's it's low confidence is the term they used so it is going to be looking into that it's also going to be looking into how can the u.s better deal with these types of incidents in the future hawaii news now washington correspondent brendan cullerton Thank you very much. Have a good one. Hawaiian Electric is set to launch a new pilot program aimed at changing when customers use power. Shift and Save will encourage customers to use electricity during the day, which are non-peak hours, by charging less for use then. Specifically, the price from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. will be the base rate. Overnight, from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. will be twice that. And during the evening peak hours, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., the rate will be triple. Starting in July, HECO will randomly choose customers with so-called advanced meters to be a part of the new program, but they can opt out. HECO officials say the goal is to move everyone to time-of-use pricing sometime in late 2024 or 2025. Well, the annual Kamehameha School Song Contest is coming up this week, and for more on this, let's welcome now our Mahelani Richardson. Aloha, Mahel. Aloha, Uinala, e Dylan. So this year's theme is Namele Paniolo, Songs of the Hawaiian Cowboy. Yeehaw! <laughs> Get ready for a ride at this year's song contest, which honors the music of Hawaiian cowboys. During the early 1800s, Paniolo learned how to work cattle from Mexican cowboys and created their own culture and music. When you look at the history of the Paniolo, it's about time that we ho'ohanohano, that we glorify their name in what they did. At a recent rehearsal, Kamehameha seniors worked to tell these stories. While fine-tuning their diction and musical blend. 
Ultimately, it's five judges who determine the final score. One overall, two music, and two Olelo Hawaii, Hawaiian language. The judging is so quick. It happens in the duration of that three and a half minute song, that four and a half minute song. So it is fast, furious, and pretty wild. The blending of both the music and also the olelo is flawless, it's wonderful. It's gorgeous. Melelani Pang, Kumu Olelo Hawaii, Hawaiian language teacher and a Kamehameha grad, is one of the song contest co-hosts. First time being a co-host, little bit nervous. He's proud that these native Hawaiian students will bring their culture and language to Hawaii and the rest of the world on song contest night. Song contest is this Friday. It airs on K5. The pre-show starts at 7, and the actual competition starts at 7.30. I'll be one of the co-hosts. Dylan? So exciting to see it every single year, Mahea. Uh, I got a question for you because I know you also have a series of reports coming in addition to the story we just saw. Tell us about what we can expect for the rest of the week. Well, tonight on our newscast, I'm going to be profiling the freshman song director. His name is Brennan Akauli, and it is a very difficult job to be the first-time song director. Uh, for those who don't know, Kamehameha School Song Contest is a competition between all of the classes, from freshmen to seniors. So the freshmen, you know, they're the newbies of the bunch, and so their job is to prove that they can come on strong and they've got the maturity against the other classes. Yeah, uh, you listen to a lot of their practices, Mahea. Any favorites right off the bat? Oh, you know, I can't say that. But what I can say is that it was really fun watching the practices. I also watched the junior class. And on the day that I was there, both the men and the women were blended for the very first time. So there wasn't a usual energy in the air as they were getting together. So all of these rehearsals since December are individual between the men and the women. So when they get together, it's like, oh, and they, you, you can feel and you can hear the sound and that was just creating an extra energy in the air. Yeah, Namele Opaniolo can't wait to see it again. That's happening this Friday. Uh, more details will be posted on HawaiiNewsNow.com. Mahalo, Mahea. Mahalo. Thank you very much, Mahea. It's going to be such a fun night at Song Contest this Friday. Uh, now, heading back out to the roads right now on Oahu, uh, we have a traffic alert to let you know about. Two right lanes on Kalaniana Ole Highway westbound on the H1 after Ainakoa Drive are closed due to hanging overhead signs. Now, this was a problem uh, about a couple hours ago. Crews are on scene and, you know, taking care of the repairs. But, you know, you have to say, Dylan, this is probably a product right now of the high winds that we're seeing, things to keep an eye on, uh, different traffic elements being affected, whether it's the signage, whether it's the, the power lines, whether it's the poles themselves. But a traffic alert out in East Honolulu looks like it's been cleared up since, but we'll have much more ahead later today on Hawaii News Now First at 4. Yeah, we also got this new video in from Maui. Our Chelsea Davis over there sent us this video. This is prompting a call from the Department of Land and Natural Resources for mariners to secure their vessels. These are some Boats off of Maui in the Lahaina area. They're, they tell us two boats broke loose from their moorings overnight due to the strong winds. And so they are advising the uh, boaters, if you own a boat, to secure your vessels properly. What they say a 30-foot vessel is also about 30 yards offshore from the breakwater along Front Street in Lahaina. 
Uh, and as you can see, this new video just into our newsroom uh, shows exactly that. Some rough ocean conditions, some very strong winds are just whipping up uh, the waters surrounding Hawaii. So be very cautious wherever you are. I also want to give you guys one more live look outside uh, Honolulu. Right now, as you saw earlier, the um, conditions on Kauai a little bit more severe. Kauai south side showed some more rain, but here on Oahu, the sun is out, the wind is blowing, but nothing so severe right now. Yeah, and Dylan, you know, this just speaks to the power of the system rolling through, right? When you're looking at this front, there are so many different things involved, and I think many would say, okay, well, it's not raining, so what should we be worried about? But, you know, we've seen the effect wind can have beginning of this week with the downed trees out in the Nu'uanu area. Uh, so just stay safe out there. Keep it tuned with us with your First Alert weather team. It is a First Alert weather day. Much more ahead at 4 o'clock. See you then. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day.